Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone, and you're watching the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. One hour of commercial-free podcasting starts now. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. Ten weeks of NFL football in the books. Unfortunately, no cue again today. He's going down to the Eagles tailgate. So, go Birds, of course, on Monday Night Football. Uh, but we are nearing the end of the fantasy regular season. One thing I want to say to anyone listening out there is do not give up. Even if you're 0-10, you'd much rather it be football season than be sitting in March wondering when football will be back. So, keep fighting. Play the spoiler role. Knock out some playoff teams. Football is still here for now. Spoilers fun. It is fun. No, it's not. No, it's, yeah, I'd it, much it, rather be all right, getting well, stop. Well, yeah. It at least gives you something to play for. Yeah. Like, I know. You gotta you gotta still appreciate football while it's here. If it's gone, then you're miserable. We miss Absolutely it when it's gone. Miserable. Uh but anyways, we are going to recap all things week 10, doing some calmer chaos, trust or bust, buy low, sell high, and waiver targets. Uh, obviously, as I mentioned, no queue, so no trivia until Wednesday. But we will try to answer any questions here in the chat throughout the episode. So feel free to drop any questions throughout the episode. Lineup questions, trade questions, whatever. Let's get right into it with some calm or chaos. Starting at the quarterback position, back-to-back weeks of Justin Herbert. 14.04 points, 21 of 35, 196 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Five carries for 22 yards. Are you still rolling with Herbert at this point? Nope. No. This is chaos until he gets at least Mike Williams or Keenan, either one back. But yep. until then, he doesn't have – Eckler can't do it all himself. Palmer's shown some flashes, but he's very up and down. So Herbert can't produce like he can without his star receivers. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. I think it's just hard to start him right now, hard to trust him. Um just not enough firepower on that offense. It's pretty much the Eckler show, and then Herbert just does what he can with what he has at his disposal. It's pretty much just Josh Palmer and Everett. Even Everett got hurt this week, so his weapons are dwindling and dwindling fast. It's bad. Can't trust him right now. Uh, if you have another option, don't be afraid to start them. Moving on to some running backs, because we actually had a pretty good week for quarterbacks. We'll talk about <coughs> them in a bit. Cordaro Patterson, three points, five carries for 18 yards, one catch on one target for two yards, played 38% of the snaps on that Thursday night game. Calm or chaos? You think he was hurting or something? Because his first game back, bro, he put up numbers. So I don't. Yeah, know but why did they only give the ball five times in a rainy game? <laughs> it was weird. Dude, that is, that's know. weird. That offense was just bad. Yeah, it was so bad. Algier played 48% of the snaps. He only touched the ball 11 times. And I think he had three catches for negative 17 yards. And the way that the Panthers were controlling the ball, I feel like the Falcons really didn't have that much time of possession. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was, but they did not have the ball that often. Although Mariota did throw the ball 30 times, which is like a record for Marcus Mariota. Most since week one. So, yeah. yeah. They were playing from behind, so I'll give them that. Patterson was not involved. Like I said, I was nervous about his passing work, so I'm a little bit chaotic, but I still think he's someone you're probably going to roll out again. 
unless this continues for multiple weeks. Yeah. I'd say he's like a low-end RB2 right now. Yeah, I would agree with that. Moving on to the Bears running backs, making this calmer chaos list again. Khalil Herbert, 5.7 points, 10 carries for 57 yards. Montgomery, 5.4 points in back-to-back weeks, 9 carries for 37 yards. And caught his only target for 7 yards. Calmer chaos for these two. Chaos. I agree, chaos. But also, like, I do think that, like, both of their production is going to go up because I feel like anyone is going to, like, look at their quarterback and be like, we, like, sure, you can run and, like, you're good at it, but, like, do you really want him running that much? Like, that's your know, quarterback. Man. Like He's going crazy. He on is the going crazy, crazy. And, like, he does make plays. Like, he makes it happen. But, like, I don't want my quarterback running that much. That's just me. Like, he's running a lot. He ran for, like, 300 yards and more than that in the past two games. Like, that's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Does that make sense? Oh, I, I definitely hear where you're coming from. I think he's running a little bit more than like Lamar does on average. So like pretty much the most of any quarterback, um, 28 carries, I think in the last two weeks. So, yep. Uh, but on those carries, he has almost like 400 rushing yards. <laughs> That's so, ridiculous. Like this man's putting up insane rushing yard numbers. I don't think they're going to stop until like it stops working, I guess. It's just working too well for them to kind of slow it down at this point. Although they aren't winning games. So we'll see if the wins start coming for the Bears. But yeah, for moving back to Montgomery and Herbert, I think it's chaos. I think they're just canceling each other out at this point. If one of them was healthy, it would work a lot better. They used to not use Herbert when Montgomery was healthy, but now it's becoming more of a timeshare. And Herbert, with limited work, has looked better, more productive than Montgomery has. So... I don't really think either of them are that startable unless you're desperate or like that's all you have. Yep. It's tough. I Herbert agree. is questionable. Yeah, that would help Montgomery for sure. If Herbert is out, I would definitely start Montgomery, but still not the greatest. And now that Fields is more confident in his legs, he has not been dumping the ball off nearly as much either. So tough, tough, tough for the Bears running backs. Uh, Alvin Kamara. 7.5 points, 8 carries, 26 yards. Caught 3 of 4 targets for 19 yards. This is now back-to-back weeks with only, with 12 or fewer touches. Is this calmer chaos for Kamara? A little bit of chaos bone. as long as Andy Dalton is the quarterback. He ruins Alvin Kamara. I, I don't, don't get know why. Why don't you use him? He's yeah. stupid. He's a bad stupid. quarterback. Need Jameis back now. Now instantly please yeah i would completely agree with that it's just hard to trust this offense they've just looked so bad so i think Kamara, you're definitely still starting but mm-hmm. it is a little bit nerve-wracking yes sir uh vince in the chat first time seeing you here what's up vince thanks for coming through love seeing new viewers this late to the season mm-hmm. uh question in the chat how are you feeling about the Ertz news Sad. Heartbroken. Sad. sad. I had him in multiple leagues. He's been so sad. My most consistent player on those teams, and now he's done. So hope he can come back stronger next year. Uh he fit in really well with this offense. So as long as he's able to come back, he should be solid. But for this year, it's a hurt piece. Big hurt piece. DeAndre Swift next on the list. Six carries, six yards, one touchdown. Caught one of his three targets for six yards. 
only played 31% of the snaps after 16% last week. So I guess that's a plus, but still not much. Calm or chaos for Swift? It's has to be a little chaotic, no? Yeah, it's getting chaotic. I want to see him with his full uh, RB1 workload, though. Until he gets that, it's going to be a pain in the ass, but I can't go like, full chaos just yet, only because he's not seeing the opportunities that he usually does. Like, I, even the, the uh, most snaps he's played was week one, and that was 67%. And besides that, he's played 55% or less in every game. Like, yeah, I mean, week one, week two, he had like his, his normal workload. He does kind of split with Jamal. Week three, he got hurt, and then he's been out. But he kind of like we after we get you saw him get fifty five percent of snaps. You're like, all right, he's back. And then he went dropped to sixteen after a little bit of a setback. But I think it's also partially not injury related. Like he's kind of in the doghouse with Deuce Staley. He's frustrated about not getting touches, and Deuce Staley was like, maybe he should show up and like put in the effort to get those touches. So I'm definitely leaning towards chaos right now as a swift owner in multiple leagues. I just want to see him get that workload. He's also missing open holes. If you're watching some of the games, like he'll have clear paths to yardage and he'll take a quick turn and run into somebody. Like he just seems a little bit off. Hope he gets back on track, but I'm leaning towards chaos right now. That's like what Najee's doing. Yeah. I think he's just got a little bit of the the yips, I guess you could say. Hopefully he gets back. It's not like Jamal Williams is really running away with a job either. Like he's getting the work, but he's putting up the last two games, I think like 3.4 yards per carry. So he's not doing much with it. So hopefully better days ahead, but leaning towards chaos. I think you still got to roll out there a swift if you have both, but I would not be mad at you if you're like, I'm just going to go Williams and hope he falls into the end zone. All right, wide receivers for Comer Chaos. Chase Claypool, 1.8 points, one catch on two targets for eight yards. Is this guy Mr. even Irrelevant. rosterable anymore? No, no, nope. no, 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 no. Yeah, I think he's not going to learn the playbook fully until probably like closer to the fantasy playoffs. And at that point, he's like, if you own Claypool, you're probably not doing that great unless he's just like a depth piece. <laughs> so it's not helpful for you. Um, yeah, Claypool. You can drop him if you have to. Yep. Uh, Wandale Robinson, Giants wide receiver, 3.5 points, two catches on two targets for 20 yards, back-to-back 3.5-point games after being a hot waiver target. Are you still holding on to him? Is this complete chaos for him? What are you doing? Chaos. Yeah, you could drop him. I don't think that there's any – maybe Slayton. I would – I love Slayton every year. Somehow my love comes back for him, but – yeah, he's really the only Giants receiver I would like to even just have on my team. Yeah, I don't know if I want any Giants receiver. They're just so up and down, the Giants passing game. How many passes did Daniel Jones throw this week? Like 17? Yeah. yeah. They just they just get the job done however they can, and it doesn't necessarily lead to consistent passing work. So, Wandale, hold them if you want, but I don't think there's going to be that much upside this season. Uh, Mac Hollins, 3.8 points, two catches on six targets for 18 yards. Now four of the last six games, he has 6.3 or fewer points, including both of the last games. Calm or chaos? Chaos. chaos. Easy. He's how can you do it with Renfro and Waller out? How can you not do it? Why? He was literally you- cooking earlier on with everyone there, and now the spotlight's on him and he's just folding. Literally did worse than when they were there. Like, yeah, makes no sense. Yeah. Drop them. 
maybe he's not able to hide going against the third or fourth corner anymore. So maybe it was just a big fluke. Yeah. I mean, maybe not drop him. Like he's still getting, I guess, okay volume, six targets with Hunt Renfro out. Like he might start to get some. I just don't think he's going to be consistent. He's going to be a boomer bust guy. He'll catch the, like, that a touchdown pass, and you'll be like, oh, my God, Matt Collins. But he's not doing that much for you consistently. So I think he's just a bench wide receiver. If you need a bye week fill-in, you throw him in there and you hope for the best. But he's not going to be a reliable asset for you. <laughs> no, sir. Amari Cooper, 6.2 points, three catches on all three of his targets for 32 yards. A quiet game for Coop. Is this calm or chaos? So calm. so calm. It was his first bad game in like five weeks. Yeah, completely calm as well. Staying <clears throat> calm with Coop. His volume has been rock solid. He should be fine. And he's getting D Watt soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Watson will be back soon. We shall see what happens with that. <laughs> <laughs> no further comment. Uh, Chris Olave, seven points, three catches on five targets, 40 yards. Calm or chaos. For Chris. Cool as a cucumber. So cool. Yeah. Next. I think this was his worst game of the season, uh, yep. and he still looked all right. I think he got banged up on that one play. Got a hit pretty hard on the sideline, but yeah. he was able to kind of stay in the game. Um, that hit was vicious. Yeah. Staying super calm on Olave. Uh, tight ends. Greg Dulcich, 2.1 points, one catch on four targets for 11 yards. Calm. Chaos. Greg. Just your average tight end. Yeah. It's his first game under 11 points, so. Yep. They come. Yeah. I'm staying calm as well. I mean, the Broncos have been so up and down, but uh, Judy also just got banged up, so they might start relying more on Dulcich if he has to miss any time, too. Mm -hmm. Um, For Greg, what about George Kittle? 3.1 points, one catch on two targets for 21 yards. Calm or chaos? Calm. I'm so calm, cool. but like you hate to see that. Yeah, you do hate to see it. It's George Kittle. Yeah. It's two just, targets is unreal. Two targets is like unbelievably low. Like he I think he only has like maybe five <clears throat> games in his career with two targets or fewer, maybe six or something like that. Like it just doesn't happen for George Kittle. Gotta expect that he's gonna be more involved if moving forward. But I think we mentioned this last week. There's just a lot of mouths to feed on this offense. So some games, some guys are going to disappear. It might be Ayuk next week. It might be Debo next Chill. week. All right, relax. It could be any of them is what I'm trying to say. And it seems like it was Kittle this week. But he should be fine moving forward. Too much upside to bench. Yep. Last tight end for Calmer Chaos, Evan Engram, 4.4 points, three catches on four targets for 14 yards. He had nine-plus points in four straight games uh, leading up to two weeks ago. But in the last two weeks, 6.2 points. Calmer chaos. Chaos. Another one of those tight ends that as soon as we start to hype them up, they just let us down and make us look silly. Uh, yeah, I was really rooting for him. He looked really good. Yeah. But he I mean, got gotcha. you. He's still he playing a lot me. of the snaps. He's just going to be – there's a lot of guys <laughs> that kind of get mixed into this offense randomly. I think Zay Jones had a big game this week yeah. in terms of, like, volume. So Marv had a decent game too. Yeah, exactly. Like you just don't know who it's going to be week to week, but I do think Ingram's still like someone I'm holding. But it is, he's just going to be another inconsistent tight end. He's not going to be like a reliable guy. Yep, for sure. Agreed. All right, before we do some trust or bust and get a little bit more positive here, let's do today's sponsor, Underdog Fantasy. 
the easiest way to play fantasy football. You can get started now with their Monday Night Football and Thursday Night Football Melee Contest. $60,000 in prizes. Uh, and of course, it includes tonight's Eagles and Commanders game. So definitely check that out. Football is always more fun with a few bucks in play. Uh, they also have contests for basketball and hockey, if that's what you're looking for as well. And when you sign up, just use our promo code SUPERFB, and you will get your deposit matched 100% up to $100. So if you deposit $100, you'll get another 100 matched free. You only have to deposit 10, and you'll get that 10 matched free as well to use that promo code. So again, that code is SUPERFB, S-U-P-E-R-F-B, and you can play on the Underdog Fantasy app for iOS and Android, or sign up online at underdogfantasy.com. Play I just responsibly. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just got a notification from Underdog, and it says, luckily Carson Wentz isn't playing for either team tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good That's a good notification. That's facts. That's funny. I love Underdog. Gator, I'm not even going to put that one on the screen. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Darren Waller, leave him alone. He'll be back next year. Or maybe later this season if you're lucky. All right, let's move on to trust or bust, starting with quarterback Aaron Rodgers. We wrote him off for dead the last few weeks, but he bounced back 27.36 points, 14 of 20, 224 yards, and three touchdowns trust or bust for Rodgers. bust bust he got lucky he had three touchdowns on only 14 completions yep completely agree he honestly he was throwing the ball a crap ton before this game and then in this game he only throws it 20 times and somehow has his best game of the season so makes no sense he's just been super inconsistent he's been so mid this year i'm not trusting him not yet mm. i would need to see it again at least one more time before i even start to think about that don't trust Rodgers yet. Ryan Tannehill, 25.4 points, 19 to 36, 255 yards, and threw two touchdown passes. Trust or bust for Tanny? Bust. Bust. Ew. I'm just yeah. looking at his numbers. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> bad. He's bad, bad. Very yeah, bad. he is not very good. He's super inconsistent. I'm not trusting him anywhere near my fantasy team. Damn near half of his passes were incomplete. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trusting him. Leave him on waivers, please. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, 24.96 points, 29 of 40, 259 yards and two touchdowns, right? As he continues to fall into inconsistency, he hits you with one of these games and you're like, maybe I can trust Trevor Lawrence. What do you guys think? No, you can't. Because he's always going to have that 13-point game where he comes out and bites you. Like you said, he's yeah. just way too inconsistent. I'd rather yeah. start him over Aaron Rodgers or Tanny, though, or the next guy. Yeah, I would agree for sure. Trevor yeah. Lawrence, honestly, he's been like not great, but he's also been not that bad. Like he has a higher ceiling than a lot of guys this year. Uh, a lot of guys have not gotten to thirty points as quarterbacks, as weird as that sounds. Uh, but he is still quarterback nine on the season. Didn't have his bye, but he's still been relatively consistent, low end QB one. Just kind of matchup based quarterback, I guess. <coughs> uh, Derpy said it was a great idea that he picked up Justin Fields this week against the Lions, was able to beat the league leader. Definitely a great idea. I don't know Love how that. Fields was still sitting on waivers. Right. He has been super hot the last, I think, five weeks now. Uh, but 
definitely a good scoop. I think he's going to be rock solid. I think he went all the way up to quarterback three after this week. Holy hell. Fields has been putting up numbers, like next level numbers, while everyone else has been kind of mid this year. So, Justin Fields, full trust. That's why I didn't even put him on trust of us because we're trusting. Uh, Last quarterback, Daniel Jones, 24.2 points, 13 of 17, 193 yards through two touchdowns, now to 24 yards on the ground. Trust or bust for Danny Dimes. I want to trust. I do want to trust. He's like compared okay. to like the average quarterback this year. Like he's he's right there with all of them. Pretty average. Yeah, I mean he's right in the middle of the the mid pack. Like I don't. Yeah, he's got some decent games. Like I don't even know how he got to twenty four points. Um, I think he. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever it was, <laughs> I don't know either. Like seventeen passes. Touchdowns. Like he barely threw the ball and was still able to get 24. He did this earlier in the year as well. 13 passes in week four, still got 21 points. So it's not going to be pretty, but Daniel Jones. The rushing upside is there. I think he's a a decent bye week villain. I'm not, I don't know if I'm fully trusting as a starter. Maybe if you had him and Trevor Lawrence, you could just plug and play based on matchup. But pick your poison with that one. All right, moving on to some running backs that had some good games this week. Weird to put him on trust or bust, but he's been pretty inconsistent. Jonathan Taylor, 26.3 points, 22 carries, 147 yards, and a touchdown. Caught both of his targets for 16 yards. This is the Jonathan Taylor everyone expected to see. Are we fully trusting that he is back? All I had to do was see it once. It's Jonathan yeah, Taylor. But I'm trusting You know him. who he plays next week? Us. Uh-huh. That's a... That's a Gotta start, job, gotta start him. Gotta start him. Gotta start him. You have for expectations him. next week, but moving forward, Jonathan He's Taylor back. should be just fine. He's back. The birds have actually not been the greatest run defense. I think they're like yeah. middle of the pack for fantasy chill, running backs. Chill, 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 yeah, chill. Just, just being on, honest. Gotta be honest here. I think he averaged. I think they give up like ninety rushing yards or some a game to opposing running backs. So Taylor should be okay. Should be mid, um, unless we continue to see this version of Jonathan Taylor. In which case. Be good to see for those that invested in him. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little too late, but we'll see. Happy to see him back. Definitely put him in your lineup again this upcoming week. Uh, James Connor next on the list, 23.6 points, 21 carries for 69 yards, found the end zone twice, and caught all three of his targets for 17 yards. Trust or bust? Bust. I'm trusting as long as he's healthy. I'm trusting as long as Kyler's out. And, you know, Benjamin just got cut today, so. Wow, he got cut? That's wild. Yeah. All right, never mind, I did not know A couple that. weeks ago. Yeah, he was playing so good when James Conner got hurt and there was a fantasy life notification I saw while I was at work. It said, surprisingly, the Arizona Cardinals release Eno Benjamin. Yeah, so, Daryl Williams had to have gotten IR. to a fight or something. I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's weird. I, I guess Keontae Ingram is now the, the handcuff in that offense. So if you're in a deeper league, maybe someone to look at. But James Conner's been relatively mid this year. I think he's still a touchdown dependent RB2. And I think he looks better without Kyler than with Kyler. So he's all right. Yeah. I'm not fully trusting yet. I'll talk more about him later. Uh, Dolphins running backs, Jeff Wilson, 22.3 points, had 119 yards on the ground and a tutty. And Raheem Mostert added 18 points himself, eight carries, 65 yards, 
Uh, I think he also had a touchdown and caught all four of his targets for 22 yards. So are we trusting both? Trusting one? What's the deal with the Dolphins running backs? Trusting Jeff. Not trusting Mostert. I feel like Jeff is just going to become more and more that primary running back in that backfield. Uh, He had like, I think his snap share was like 57% this week or something like that. And he was just, I think he had 10 more touches than Mostert as well. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, he just looked super good. Like as soon as he's come on this offense, like we saw, like I said last week, we saw him do it earlier in the season with the Niners when he was getting those opportunities. Now he's getting these opportunities with the Dolphins uh, with an offense he's familiar with. I think he just kind of fills right into that role and he's been thriving with this offense. Like there's so much room to run for these running backs with how deadly this pass offense is. So Jeff Wilson, I'm trusting Mostert more of a flex option if you need somebody, but I think Jeff Wilson's going to be the, the one a to Mostert's one B in this offense. Yeah. Last running back here, Devin Singletary, 15.7 points. 13 carries, 47 yards, found the end zone twice, and caught one of two targets for zero yards. So trust or bust? <laughs> Hell bust, no. bro. The day bust. I trust Devin Singletary is, is the day the day pigs fly. That pigs fly. Never going like, to happen. He's like the lowest end RB2 ever. He has, he has, how many games has he played this year? Nine. He has seven games with at least eight points. So, like, He's got a decent floor for most games. He's still been the majority of the snap share on this backfield. He's not doing anything crazy, but he can get you a touchdown here or there. He can get some passing work here or there. I'm not fully trusting by any means, but like if you're desperate for an RB2, Singletary can fit in that role. Not like, yeah, not trusting, but he's at, he's mid. He's bearable. He's like the most mid running back in the league by far. If your definition of a mid-running back, Devin Singletary's smile should be right there. <laughs> All right, wide receivers. Christian Watson comes back from the dead in this rookie season. 34.7 points, four catches on eight targets, 107 yards, and three touchdowns. Trust or bust for Siwat? Bust. Bust. This was his first game with more than four targets. His first game more than 34 yards. Like this was literally the only time in his life he's ever done it. I like I'm not trusting. Is it his coming out party though? Could it be? It could be. There's I saw I saw a tweet that said, um, I forget who tweeted it. Sorry if I forgot you, but I saw something that said this feels like Claypool's four touchdown game. And then he kind of fell off. But it could also be like DK Metcalf's first coming out party with two touchdowns, and then he continued to thrive. I don't know what to put this as, but I think he's worth an ad in most leagues. I I think I would pick up Christian Watson. I don't know if I'm trusting him in my lineup anytime soon until I see some consistency with this Packers offense as a whole. But they drafted him in the second round. Believer in that talent. This is the most snap share he's played all season. We'll see if it continues. I'm not fully trusting yet, but scoop him. I think he's worth a scoop at least. Uh, next on the list, Titans wide receiver Nick Westbrook Akine. 30.9 points, five catches on eight targets for 119 yards and two touchdowns. 
trust or bust bust yeah his second game with more than two catches yeah bad job bad bad super bad and Traylon Burks just came back off IR it was his first game back so I figure he was just getting back into the swing of things yeah it's his third season this is his best game of his career Tanny's not going <clears> to <throat> consistently have a good wide receiver unless they're like elite, like AJ Brown was. So I'm not trusting Nick Westbrook Akine. I think you could pick him up too if you're looking for somebody to throw on your bench, but he, I don't even know if that's worth it, to be honest. Might I would be waiver so. bait. It's a trap. Uh, Parrish Campbell back 20.6 points, baby. seven Tell catches him, on nine targets, 76 yards and a tutty. Matt Ryan comes back. This offense comes back to life. I don't know why they went to Ellinger. I guess it was a Frank Reich trying to save his job move. Uh, clearly didn't work out. So Matt Ryan back. Is Paris Campbell trustable? No. That's your man's. Let us know, Sean. What's the answer? I'm not fully trusting Paris Campbell by any means. This man has hurt me too many times in the past. But, I mean, I think the last two good games he had were also with Matt Ryan which led to 23 targets in two weeks. And then he gets another nine targets in this game. He had a touchdown in all three of those games. So the upside is there. I think he's a good bye week villain as a flex. But until this becomes like more consistent basis and Matt Ryan is consistently the starter and the Colts offense is looking like this for a couple more weeks, I'm not fully trusting in my lineup yet. Probably have a better option, but bye weeks. I think there's a lot of buys this upcoming week. We'll discuss that on Wednesday. He might be a decent flex option. Matt, your boy's next on the list, Darius Clayton. 20.5 points, three catches on four targets, 95 yards, and of course, found the end zone. Trust or bust for Slayton? Not trusting. Trust. <laughs> he Not looked. Tr- he had three catches, bro. He got lucky he had that long touchdown. All right, fine. I'm just saying, numbers don't lie. Four, and- four targets. If that goes up, if he starts to get more and more involved, um, then I would definitely trust him. I, he's a player I would add just to like have on your bench. Maybe this keeps up. You can put him in your flex, but I'm not hurrying up adding him and getting him into my lineup as soon as possible. I'm trusting to add as well. He's quietly been pretty solid. Uh, 11 points in four of the last five games. Did not realize that. He's only owned in 9% of the leagues, so I don't hate it. I mean, I'm not fully like trusting. Like, oh my god, I need to start Darius Slayton this week. But <laughs> I think I think he's worth a spot on a roster somewhere. You just stole my whole waiver ad. Sorry, I have to find a new one. Nah, it's okay. It's still a good good guy to talk about. <clears throat> Remind him in a couple minutes. Uh, last one here, Kadarius Tony, 19 points, four catches on five targets, 57 yards, touchdown. Also had two carries for 33 yards. Trust. Or bust. Trust. Juju just got banged up. So this could be Tony's time to shine. Uh, Hardman was also out. Uh, I think Valdez Scantling also got hit pretty hard. So like pretty much all of the wide receiving core got banged up. Scantling actually had a pretty decent game after I kind of roasted him last week. (laughs) Um, So, of course. But anyways, I think if Hardman comes back, Tony's snap share might dwindle a little bit. But if Juju misses any time. This, this offense can literally make anyone produce. We've seen Byron Pringle be productive here in the past. Kadarius Tooney, 
definitely should he's be owned. Easily he's a crazy flex. good at football though. Like easily oh yeah. Tremendously Andy Reid could like fall in love. I don't know. Yeah. I mean we've barely seen what he can do. Like we barely saw flashes over on the Giants, which obviously that limits what he could do there. Um but with Mahomes on this offense, he could definitely be explosive. So so I'm gonna keep an eye on as long as he could stay healthy. Uh tight ends. Big week for tight ends, low key. Cole Komet leads again for tight ends this week. 25.4 points, four catches on seven targets, 74 yards, and another two touchdowns. I think I mentioned last week he had like no touchdowns for like three years. And yep. then the last three weeks, he has been a touchdown machine. Trust Five touchdowns. Or bust. Trust. Trust. You have like you have to. Yep. At this point. Yeah. He has somehow worked his way up to tight end 10 on the season in pretty much two weeks. If that goes to show anything, it shows how bad tight ends are. But Cole Komet, you got to trust him. Um, Long question here. I don't even know. Trying to hurt my head. Yeah, I'm hurting my head trying to read it. I mean, I rocked with Fields, Williams, Chubb, Judy, St. Brown, Everett, Mostert, Wright. Dallas, Burrow, and McPherson, usually my quarterback and kicker, but Waller, Everts, both hurt, might drop one of those to get Hurst. He's there. I think the question is, should he drop uh, Waller or Everett to get Hurst? Depends on where you're at. If you're desperate and like you need wins, I don't hate it if you need that tight end because obviously Everett is now banged up too. Maybe drop Everett depending on the injury, but I would rather prefer Everett rest of season, so. Yeah. yeah, me too. If you can afford it, I'd hold both. Or drop somebody else if you have somebody else to drop. Uh, next on the list, Dalton Schultz. Dak is back, so Dalton Schultz is back. 17.4 points, six catches on eight targets, 54 yards, and found the end zone. Trust or bust for Schultz. Trust. 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 Easy. Big trust. Yep. We've seen it the last three weeks. Uh, snap share has been increasing. Targets have been increasing. Catches have been increasing. Pretty much everything's going up. Schultz has been consistent, proved it in the past with Dak. So, got to trust right now. He's back, baby. Yep. He's back. Trust him. Juwan Johnson, 15.4 points, five catches, seven targets, 44 yards, and a tutty. Are we trusting this man at this point? He has been no. quietly pretty solid. I can't trust you. I don't want to Jackson. trust the Saint, except for Olave. Me I mean, Ed Kamara, obviously, but like the whole the team is just weird. I don't. Very weird. Very weird. I do think he's just a touchdown dependent tight end. Like the volume's not super consistent. I mean, it's been all right. He's had eight points in four of the last five games. He's tight end 11 on the season somehow. Uh, Taysom Hill has kind of fallen off a bit. He's kind of disappeared in his offense. So Juwan Johnson stepped up. I think Troutman has also still been out. I'm not sure if he came back or not. And I think that's been helping Juwan Johnson get some more snaps. No, Troutman's been back the last two weeks. He's still putting up numbers. So I don't know. I think he's worth an ad at least if he's still out there. He's only into 17% of leagues. He's got 12 points in three of the last four. It's touchdown dependent, but everything with tight ends. So. If you need one, he's out there. Uh, Tyler Higby, 15.3 points, caught all eight of his targets for 73 yards. The Tyler Higby we used to know, trust or bust. Trust. Uh, he's no going to be Stafford's go-to guy with no cuppy. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
if Cooper Cup misses a significant amount of time or even a couple weeks, Higby is going mm. to be feasting. So got to trust him. He's owned in a lot of leagues. In case anyone dropped him and they were sick of him, make sure you go get him because he's going to see some volume. Uh, last but not least, Foster Moreau, 13.3 points, three catches on four targets for 43 yards and a touchdown. Trust or bust? Trust. We're trusting? I'm trusting. I'll, I'm I'll, trusting. All right. I'll Myers trust you. Matt I'll, Collins looks butt. No Hunter Renfro, no Waller. Somebody needs to help Devontae Adams. Yeah. I thought Moreau was old for some reason the last couple of years, but he's actually really young. Um, I don't know why I thought 25. that. So, yeah, I mean, obviously he's been behind Waller the last couple of years, but uh, let's just pivot right into our waiver targets because Foster Moreau is my waiver target. <clears throat> Ravers, I mean, the Raiders have been all over the place, but as Matt just mentioned, Renfro and Waller done for a while. Moreau will be relied upon as probably the number two option, if not the number three, if Matt Collins has some big games. But in general, this offense is going to have to throw a ton. Their defense has been pretty bad. Moreau showed what he was capable of this weekend. If you're having tight end trouble, I think he's worth it. He's only owned in 31% of leagues. Pick him up. He showed what he can do. He's going to see a decent amount of volume in this offense. And tight ends are scarce, as we all know. So mm-hmm. scoop them. Mm-hmm. Let's work our way up. t Gods waiver target. Who we got? Uh, we just talked about him a minute ago. Uh, Darius Slayton owned 9% of leagues. Got to remind uh, him. Yes, for the last five games, he's had at least 11 fantasy points. Uh, like, Who else are the Giants throwing to? Wondell Robinson. He's, Wondell getting, he's a rookie, inconsistent yeah. rookie. Um, Saquon. And their, their next three games, Lions, Cowboys, Commanders, all of them can get got. I mean, the Cowboys, a little tough, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers. saw Watson just, get 100 yeah, yards. So, I mean, he's, he's – I wouldn't mind having him in as my flex. I wouldn't. I'll take the 12 points. I'll take like 12 it. all day for my flex. I like it a lot. Matt, waiver target, who we got? I'm going to go Isaiah Pacheco. Someone I just dropped, sadly. I know, unfortunately. But only owning 33% of leagues. Uh, he has started the past three games for the Kansas City Chiefs. And it seems like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is now droppable at this point. So it's going to be Pacheco and McKinnon. And um, Pacheco played 56% of snaps this week compared to McKinnon's 37%. And Clyde only played four total snaps. So it's really Pacheco's job to lose. He did have a fumble early on in this game, but he came back, finished with 89 yards. Probably his best game all season aside from scoring week one, I believe. But uh, he's worth an add on this high-powered offense. They desperately need a running back, so maybe he can finally get that uh, volume that would allow him to actually put up some numbers. Yeah, I honestly agree. I mean, Clyde Edwards-Alaire has literally become almost irrelevant. Mentioned his snap share dwindling last week. As it was going down, it went down even further somehow from 17 to 6. So he's Clyde he might be a bum out bum. so decent. I know. He was solid. Yeah, he was cooking in the beginning of this. It was unsustainable just because you saw the snap share was pretty low. Touchdowns were obviously helping him out. He had five touchdowns in four weeks, the first four weeks of the season. So that was helping him out. But I mean, it's not like he was playing that bad that he like deserved to lose the job. But I don't know. They're switching it up, and Ceh is not in the plans. So I don't hate it. Um. 
Derpy, for the Eagles fans in this call, you might not want to hear this, but should the Eagles consider losing a game to put pressure off this young, somewhat young team? It's Hell no. Nine. No Hell pressure. No. no pressure. No pressure, no fun. diamond. I would agree. I'm not going to say that we need to lose a game. Um, I think you just play the schedule that's ahead of you. You try to win every game. You take it week by week. I think sometimes teams get wrapped up in the record and maybe they do start to like be like, how are we not losing? How are we not losing? But I think this team's super comma collected. Mm-hmm. Birds are locked in. I'm not Stay scared. locked. Stay locked. Just play winning football. You win games, you win games, you lose games, you lose games. We'll see what happens, but you never know. It could be the undefeated season. All right, let's do some buy lows, sell high before we get out of here. If you have any questions, feel free to drop them in the chat as well because we will not have trivia at the end. So drop them now and we will get to them. But Matt, start us off with your buy low and your sell high. Buy low, the truth, Greg Dulcich. He only had 2.1 points this week on two targets. Very unlike him coming off of three straight weeks with at least 11 plus points. Uh, he could have had a big day if Russell Wilson was a little bit more accurate, hit him on a play that could have went for a long touchdown. But I see him continuing to play a big part in this offense. Uh, now with Judy banged up, he could end up being Russell Wilson's safety blanket. So I don't. I see his targets increasing. And coming off this game, people could be skeptical about him playing with Russ. So you could get him at a big discount at a position that, People desperately need with how up and down tight ends are. I might be hitting up Richie. Richie, if you're watching, <laughs> slide in my DMs. And my sell high, Raheem Mostert. We saw him and Jeff Wilson both have big days yesterday, but Jeff Wilson just continues to outproduce him no matter what Mostert does. Mostert only saw a total of 14 touches compared to Jeff Wilson's 22, I believe. And Wilson saw a total of 10 more opportunities, played 61% of the snaps compared to Mostert's 28. So it seems like the Dolphins are leaning towards Jeff Wilson being the guy. So if I were you, I would try and get the most I could for Raheem Mostert because I honestly think this is going to be the most his value is going to be at all season. Yeah, could definitely be his highest value. So I like both of those. Matt, T-Gods, what do we got for buy low and sell high? Uh, my buy low, I guess it really isn't too much of a low because he is still wide receiver 15. Um, like he's been like super like okay, but it's Michael Pittman and he's not what everybody thought he was going to be this year. But Dad. um, yeah. And before this week, like I did, I did trade for him a couple weeks ago. Um, and I wasn't too sure about him, but after this week, after seeing like he had a mid game, he had like 12 points, but seeing <clears throat> that he got eight targets. Um, that was a good sign for me. It was great to see that Matt Ryan was back. Um, mm-hmm. Pittman has had eight targets in every single game except for one with Matt Ryan playing. So, like, I'm I'm getting more comfortable, and I feel like a lot of Pittman owners were scared. So, if you have them, I'm right here with you. I think, I think it like it's gonna get better. It's gonna get better for Pittman. Um, so I guess it's more of like a reassurance thing than a buy low. But but if you can go get them for the low, go. Go get him. Someone might take a little something for him. He's yeah. just average. He's just an average wide receiver, but the upside's there. And his playoff schedule, the Vikings, the Chargers, and the Giants, not the worst. Is it? It's a pretty good playoff schedule. Like, Yeah. This league is so weird this year. Like, I feel like, like 
there's no defense i'm like oh my god that's so easy like there's no like jets like there's no like yeah oh my god it's an easy dub or like there's no the terrifying line. defense either though yeah maybe the lines i guess but like there's no like super scary defense either or you're like i don't want to play them against him the eagles Oh my I God. guess maybe maybe the wide receiver one against the Eagles against Slay or yeah uh, wide receiver one against the Broncos sometimes struggle as well so but yeah I would Broncos agree T-Gats. pulled running backs in check too they just held Derrick Henry to like nine points or whatever yeah I, I mean I guess they did let Akine <laughs> go off all right yeah I don't know if he's their wide receiver one so T-Gats, so high so high Gabe Davis Ooh. Gabe Davis. He Love averages that. 13 and a half fantasy points, but he has four games below seven points. So, like, ultra boomer bust here. Um, he's coming off a 21 point boom. So, now is the time to sell him. And the playoffs are coming up. So, I feel like, for me at least, I wouldn't be looking for like a boomer bust player. I'm looking maybe to trade for a little bit more of a consistent player. That maybe you could get Pittman for him. Gabe Davis for Pittman. I would do that. I would easily do that. I don't hate that at all. You could flip it. You could swing it. I agree. I like it. All right. My buy low and sell high. Starting with my buy low, Amari Cooper. He may not be the sexiest name in the NFL anymore, but he just came off his buy, and he had another down game of 6.2 points. Uh, If the owner is any bit frustrated, he's still wide receiver 13 on the season. Should be getting D-Watt back soon, so his value might be at the lowest it will be for the rest of the season, unless he has another stinker. Um, I would try and get him if you could somehow work out a deal for him. I think he's going to be probably finished as a top 12 wide receiver, if not top 15. Mari Cooper has been putting up solid numbers before the last week and then obviously the buy. So maybe the owner kind of forgot how good he was. Maybe a little bit frustrated remembering the early weeks of the season when he was struggling. Give me a Mari Cooper. Uh, if, I, if you can get him, sell high. James Conner. Cardinals have been a bit up and down this entire season. And in his first game without Kyler Murray, I think James Conner overperformed a bit, scoring two touchdowns. They didn't have a quarterback that could run near the red zone or anything like that. I think he had 69 yards on over 20 carries. He was not anywhere near efficient. Obviously, the Rams defense is a little bit tough, but not loving that. And people may be buying into the fact that this might be James Conner's coming out party. Touchdowns are coming, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if his value goes any higher than this. I would sell if I can and get someone that's going to be a little bit more reliable, as T-God said with Gabe Davis. Yes. Love sell, them. sell, sell. Love Coop. Love it. Uh, that is a wrap for trivia. And I'm not, I mean, not trivia for I love so high. <laughs> we aren't having trivia, as I've mentioned. I wish we were. Dang it. Uh, we will be on Wednesday, though. Oh, we, I feel like we missed a player on Trust or Bust. Who'd be running missed? back? Elijah Mitchell. Okay, that's a good one. I don't think you put up like, many points but the volume was he there. had 89 i believe he had 16 carries for 89 yards 18 carries for 89 18 yards. carries Ooh. still five yards carry out carried uh mccaffrey so i mean he now that he's a- healthy do you think that they kind of split carries keep cmc fresh keep both of them fresh i think he's at least going to get 10 to 12 touches a game probably if not 15 I think 18-20 is probably the max that he's going to get in this game. It was kind of weird, uh, but their run game looked so good. I think they still like Eli Mitchell's talent, and now that they have someone ahead of him where they can limit his usage, I think he's going to have some big runs and big plays. I don't know if he's someone you can rely on as an RB1 on an offense, as we've seen. He gets hurt all the time. But as an RB2, I don't hate it. 
he's a decent nice flex option. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he could fill into like a, the Kareem Hunt role of this 49ers offense or something along those lines. RB2 that could also be fantasy relevant. Yep. As we've seen, the 49ers can produce some fantasy relevant running backs. So, a uh, question from Omega Do I trust Debo Samuel just in general? Yes. No. Split split room. You trust him. This um, me? like no. no he's saying in I'm saying oh, Omega. Right, right. You should trust him because, like Sean was saying earlier, there's so many mouths to feed on this 49ers defense. Any given week, Debo could go for 30, but then it could be a Kittle week, Ayuk week, Christian McCaffrey could go off. So it doesn't sound I mean, like something you trust. It sounds like you hope. Trust Debo. It sounds like Debo hope. is a wide receiver one on this. High-powered offense, you're trusting him. I'm trusting Debo, but I'm not trusting Debo as a wide receiver one anymore. I'm trusting Debo as a wide receiver two. The volume's safe. The upside is there, but it's just not going to be as consistent with all the mouths to feed now, especially with McCaffrey. That's going to take away from like that running back side of Debo as well, especially with Eli Mitchell healthy as well now too. So Debo's still going to be involved. He's still going to, they're still going to draw up plays for him. He's too explosive for them to just forget about him, but he's wide receiver 29 on the season. He did miss a game and had his buy. So obviously that hurts him a little bit. Um, but the last couple of games we've seen him kind of not been as <laughs> high scoring. I guess you could say I have Debo in a couple of leagues. I'm still trusting him. You still have to start him every week. You're not benching Debo Samuel unless you have like an insane team, but He's a wide receiver too, not a wide yep. receiver one, unfortunately, that you probably I drafted agree. him to be. I agree. I do agree. It's just I, I'm just a Debo hater, bro. You That's are. All. I'll you always have just, been. Over the top speed. Just get him the ball in space, man, and let him. He do can the rest. do anything. All right, I think that is a wrap for this week. Week ten recap is done. We will be back Wednesday with our week eleven preview. Uh, if you are considering using Underdog Fantasy, don't forget promo code SUPERFB. Check it out. Uh, and if you're looking to get a jersey from your favorite player or team or looking for a Christmas gift for a friend, we now have a partnership with Fanatics as well. Feel free to check them out at the link in our bio on all platforms. You can get a huge discount on their site. So check it out, please. Uh, also, if you did not know, part of the Old City Sports Network, they have a ton of sponsors. Link is also in our bio on all platforms. So check that out. And if you're still here with us live, hit that follow button on Twitch, subscribe on YouTube, wherever you're watching. And we'll have the audio version on all platforms as well. And of course, all social medias, we're everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Just look up Super Fantasy Bros. You'll find us. See you guys on Wednesday. Back with Q. That's a wrap. Go Birds. Go Birds. Go Birds. Peace. Go Birds.